everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. I am one of your co-hosts, Katrina Rochelle, and I'm here with my other co-host slash best friend slash leader of the whole operation, Jose Angel. That has been your best opening yet. Okay, I was waiting for a good response. <laughs> oh, you left me hanging. What we're doing today is a little bit different. Seeing as it's episode 10, we wanted to uh, both kind of speak and just give you some bite-sized stories about some social media stars and their scandals, of course. Um, I'm going to go second, and then I'm going to let my boy Jose go first with his story, correct? Correct. All right. So with these YouTube stars, I didn't really dig into their early life. I'm not someone who follows a lot of YouTube people or social media to talk people. Mm-hmm. I just love apology videos. So that's so we how going straight to the meat. Yeah. And that's how these people pretty much got on my radar is once the scandal was out there. Um, for most of these stories, I got the information from insider.com and from the YouTube channel observe the guy name is Logan Portonier, I believe it's pronounced. And he watches apology videos and explains their body language. So my first YouTube scandal is about Micah and James Stouffer. With this case, I will be focusing more on Micah, the woman. Not that I'm trying to place all the blame on her, but it is her. Barrier! (laughs) (laughs) It's her channel, so she gets most of the focus. If that makes sense. It does to me, sir. Yes. So Micah is a former nurse who became a parenting blogger in 2014. It's your basic parenting blog. She talks about organizing, raising kids, giving homeschooling advice, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In 2016, Micah and James announced they're planning to adopt a child from China. So apparently China has this rule that a couple in the United States can only adopt children that have special needs from China. I like that, though. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of messed up, like, uh, if people in China aren't adopting those children. But I, I like that. You should be able to, you know, everybody deserves love. All the children. So in Parade Magazine, Micro wrote about the adoption, quote, we couldn't handle all that. We just wanted a simple adoption. Goddamn. <laughs> but but as we let the idea soak in, God softened our hearts. Before we knew it, we were open to almost every special needs in the book. Which... <laughs> I get that. Like raising a special needs child can have its difficulties. So if you're choosing one, like, you know, I feel like that's a common thing in adoptions where you can choose like what you're okay with. Okay. Yes, you are right. But it's so fucked up. Sometimes people just need to be like, I don't need to say everything that I thought of during (laughs) that state of mind, because what she said is, Yeah, we wasn't fucking with that, but Jesus told us to reconsider and we decided to reconsider slightly because what did you say? Almost all of the special needs. Yeah, she said in one video, I think it was like out of she was saying, like, if there was a hundred lists of special needs, like they were okay with 99 of them. I I like I believe that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So they review the file of their son, Huxley, and. It says he has brain damage caused by a brain tumor. And she said, quote, as an oncology nurse, tumors don't scare me. So Micah claims the doctor tried to warn her about adopting a special needs child, but Micah had made her decision. She was going full steam ahead with this adoption. 
it turns out Huxley was misdiagnosed. He actually has stage three autism and had a stroke in utero. Uh So Micah starts a fundraiser for Huxley's adoption where viewers can buy a puzzle piece for $5 and it's a thousand pieces. And at the end, it will be a picture of Huxley. Her videos start focusing around the adoption and Huxley's development and challenges. And this really boosts Micah's YouTube channel. From October 2017, when they adopted Huxley to October 2018, their views doubled. Mm-mm. Oh, see, see, here's the problem. I, I've lived a life of tragedy. <laughs> so I know you're about to set me up for some bullshit because this is all nice. And yeah, it, her, the views double. So she's about, she's about to fuck something up. It is all very nice so far. Okay. So she's writing essays and magazines about having a child with special needs and adoption and making videos about that. And she's getting money from these videos and getting sponsors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if there are other parents out there that are going to try to relate to her, it's through adoption and, you know, special needs. Like sometimes it's just easier to like look at a video and like, oh, they're going through it. This is how they're handling it. So I can see why she's getting those followers. Micah and James even say they are going to consider adopting another child from Uganda or Ethiopia. And this is after they have Huxley. Yes. So Huxley's home with them and they're, you know, he's in their vlog now. And so they're like, oh, yeah, we're killing this shit so nice. We're about to get another one. That's what they're saying. All right. All right. So some little scandals that didn't really affect them too much was in 2017, Micah talks about putting duct tape over Huxley's thumbs so he wouldn't suck his thumbs. This didn't sit right with some people, but, mm. <laughs> but it didn't hurt them too much. It, Ironically, in one of the videos, you see Huxley with his duct tape thumbs, and one of their older biological kids is in the video sucking their thumb. Oh shit, man! What? The, why? Why? Why the little boy? Why the little Chinese boy gotta have duct tape on his fingers? Yes. Another off parenting choice is allegedly they would put Huxley to sleep two hours before the other kids so they could spend some family time with their bio kids. I kept seeing this. People saying James said it, but the videos are all private now, so that's why I said allegedly. <laughs> Oh, that, they did that shit. <laughs> if, you, if things that were once public are now private, that means you didn't say some shit, but you didn't think you was going to get caught up. And they explained it, I guess, by saying Huxley took a lot of attention from the other kids by having special needs and having a routine helped him. So that's why he was put to sleep two hours beforehand. So, again, it wasn't something that really damaged them too much. On Mother's Day 2020, she wrote on her Instagram how it was the hardest Mother's Day. Around this time, people are noticing she has not posted about Huxley in a while. And he's not appearing in any of her photos. People are using the hashtag, where is Huxley, and asking about it. And people are claiming that when they're asking, she's actually deleting comments and even going as far as blocking people. Mm. On May 26th, after weeks of avoiding the topic, Micah and James make a YouTube video titled An Update on Our Family. They are both dressed in white, and there's like a white background, 
and they have no, revealed. I'm not doing the angelic shit. <laughs> they have revealed they have rehomed Huxley after almost three years of living with them. Hold on. Are you saying rehome or did they say rehome? They said rehomed, like oh he was a god, pet. Oh my god, he was a pet. Oh my god, Re- we rehomed our. Ch- and three years they had that kid. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was debating of using the word rehomed, but I don't know if rehomed, returned. Re, I mean, the thing is, I'm, return doesn't. I mean, returns bad too, but rehome is a primary. That is primarily. Um, used when you're talking about animals exactly pets so it's like yeah i don't think returned is either because if you say returned it's like i got my receipt take him back i mean what they should have done is came with the real because what i i know what had to happen is three years because i don't know i don't know what could have happened except for you just like yep he's done his job here let's let's go to somebody else you done got your monetization off this little boy. You done uh, brought him into a what I would assume is a stable home and and food and love and all that. And then you take it away from him and give him to another family, which hopefully, of course, that family is a good family. But he knew you guys as his parents. Yes, they say they rehomed him to a home that would fit his needs better. Mike just says his new mommy has a medical background. And they are like trying. she don't. Did you just tell me this bitch was a nurse? <laughs> she was a nurse. Bye. They're crying in the video, but a lot of people and the observe YouTube channel that I looked at, he you know talks about the body language. Mm-hmm. Everyone is saying it looks like they're not really trying; they're fake crying. Like if you and- don't see no tears, that shit's fake. Exactly. When they do no that scrunch tears. up, that scrunch up face, and they be wiping shit before they show you your eyes. And spare me. I get you can be extremely sad about something and not shed a tear, but with them acting like it, it is rubbing the people the wrong way. And they keep talking about how it's affecting them. They don't say how it's affecting Huxley. And they say they didn't share 99% of Huxley's problems. But I mean, they were sharing a lot of his problems that he had. They, I mean, what I, I, I don't know how much more you got on them, but they're, they're, they're not the best people in my <laughs> book because what I'm feeling is that, okay, you wanted to adopt a child out of your heart and all this bullshit. You got this child from this other country. Y'all aren't even the same nationality, ethnicity. You have this child, you have them for three years knowing that they have special needs. So they are more precious and special than other children. And then you you basically abandon him after using his likeness, his face all over your platform. And that's what a lot of people are saying. They feel like she used him, like she was exploiting Huxley and used him as a prop to get money. she has no, I mean, I don't care what her intentions were when she did that. And then you didn't, you didn't uh, reroute that money to Huxley and his new family. You didn't uh, delete those videos. You only privatized what I guess people could form of how you used to treat them. I don't know. It's, it's something off about the whole thing. Yes. Okay. So his, I think his, when they got him from China, 
that is their most highest rating video. And they privatized a lot of them, but they have not privatized or unmonetized that one. That's what I was just about to say is private private is making a video private losing the revenue because if you can make a video private and still gather revenue on it who gives a fuck fuck so, them. i don't care if they not making money <laughs> that whole story just pisses me off i hate when people because no offense i already know the answer because they were in a white background wearing white these are white people right yes these are white people that adopted a different race child who was special needs, and then after they couldn't make no more money, they done shipped poor Huxley off like a little slave. So adoption is a permanent thing, but I'm kind of torn on this one, and hear me out before you get on me. I'm sorry. Like, in my opinion, and as I'm seeing in your opinion, Micah and James adopted him for the wrong reasons it comes off as they were just two white saviors helping a special needs baby from china and just being like oh look how good we are and to me at least and that's how it's coming off about you know them saying oh we want to adopt a baby from uganda as well like i'm probably another yeah don't come over here don't come to africa (laughs) with that bullshit (laughs) keep that shit over there but that does not mean they were aware of that's how they were being you know just because you're doing something does not mean you're self-aware enough to realize that that's their problem these are grown-ass adults self-aware should be on your traits i'm very self-aware that if you put some ice cream in front of me it's not gonna be there too long they need to be (laughs) self-aware of the fact that they were kind of being um they they wanted i don't like saying clout i want to say well basically they wanted a clout they wanted to feel like they were doing something uh, for the greater good and that they were good people. Because now that you mention it, it it was, they wanted a, uh, they wanted a Chinese baby. They're like, okay, you can have this Chinese baby, but it will be a special needs baby. They're like, nah, but then they think about it and they're like, "Eh, maybe cha-ching. I don't know. Personal opinion. That's what they're thinking. And so they, they go ahead with the adoption. Um, if the need was to take a child out of a bad situation and raise them, there are there are children all over the world, including North America. Yes. And another thing that rubs me very wrongly is how long were they thinking about returning him or rehoming him? I mean, they, it you, can't be something spur of the moment. Who, like, were how do they bring up the conversation to each other? Like, I think we should get rid of him. Like, and I don't even want to make light of the situation, but like, honestly, like I want to know, like how long were they in the process of thinking that? And it kind of like, that's what makes me think that it was for the views, the clicks, the money, because they were showing this family image and in the back of their mind, they're like, we're about to get rid of him. Yeah, because you're saying, from what you're saying, because I don't know how how long they did this, but from my experience is when uh, celebrities, social media stars, whoever, whatever you want to call these people. Influencers. Influencers, when they do some dumb shit or um, when they've been caught out, the first thing fans and haters do is go to the comments of whatever 
you are on, whether that be YouTube, Instagram, or whatever. So she got the she got the mentions. She saw that the shit was going up, and a whole bunch of people were asking about Huxley. Her and her husband, I guess, decide to skirt the issue. Whether they're deleting comments or not, they're seeing the comments. Anybody who's on social media knows that you're you have to look at your comments. You have to look at your you have to see how things are doing. So you're seeing them. She's not dumb. I mean, I don't know. I don't like her, but I don't know. If she's dumb. She's seeing the engagement. Everybody's asking about this child that is supposed to be hers. She doesn't say anything for weeks. And then when she finally does say something, it's all sad, sad. Woe is me. It was so hard. I didn't even show you guys how hard it was. But he's he's with somebody who can really help him. Somebody with the same background as me, but just really wants the child. So they claim they did not want to disclose rehoming him because they didn't want to mess it up or invade his privacy. But they have been invading his privacy this whole time. Exactly. They didn't even keep him. And they got they put him all over their 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 uh thing. Their, There's their something page. about family bloggers or vloggers, whatever they're called, that is just icky to me. Like it is exploitation of children in a way. Some people make millions and millions off those children. That's why the straighties keep popping them out sometimes. The reason I also say I'm torn is because if Huxley truly will be better in a different family, then he maybe that is the there. right choice. Yeah, you're right. I and agree. I mean, Micah could, like, she should have known. I mean, thinking about this, if she is doing it as a money ploy or whatever, like, she should have known this was going to be damaging. I don't know. So uh, yeah. I feel Micah is pretty much done for. I looked up her Twitter and I think it's private. I don't even know if she had a Twitter. Her Instagram was private. Like, but James still has a thriving YouTube channel where he like cleans and details cars. And I guess it's so separate from the situation. That's that why people I, are literally just watching for his actual content and not him. Yes. Cause gotcha. I mean, he's barely in it. I watched a video and I'm not even going to plug it here, but it was just like, you know, cleaning disgusting cars, which I can see why people like. I do like a deep clean video. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe, maybe watch someone else's. <laughs> yeah, I ain't giving them no goddamn they, money. They are, you know, it brings satisfaction. I mean, here, you're, you're right. Um, I, you can't. In a way, you don't want to be too mad because it's like if Huxley is with a family who is honestly taking care of him and I ain't seeing this little boy on social media, which now I got to look up this whole family, see what this little boy look like. I bet he's adorable. Anyway, um, <laughs> if he's really with a family that can take care of him and who can look after his needs a lot better than uh, the whatever their last name family is, then I'm all for it. Shoot. That's you're, you're all right. I have for them. So it's your turn. God damn, I wanted to be mad some more. I don't want to talk. <laughs> now I got to talk about me. <laughs> all right. So uh, besides the uh, what is it, the Stauffer family, yes. How, besides Huxley, how many uh, bio kids did they actually have? Well, that's the thing. After they rehomed Huxley, she changed her bio to say mother of five to mother of four. So fortune. Get the fuck out of here, Micah. <laughs> what the hell is her problem? Get the, 
She said that. It's in her bio somewhere. Like I... to to this day. <laughs> I don't know. It's private now. Oh yeah, delete that shit, bro. You, don't you ever claim Huxley on my life. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm done. Okay. I guess it's me. Okay. So today I was doing my story on Derek Jackson. Um, I did do a little mini uh, background just to kind of set the tone for what we're going to be talking about, which is, as you know, if you do know about Derek Jackson is his cheating scandal. Um, So I guess let me get started. Okay. So Derek Jackson um is like this social media influencer he is primarily on youtube and instagram but because of those style videos you'll see where he's like in a car most of the time you'll see him on facebook you'll see him on twitter he's he's on all the sites but anyway Derek jackson was born uh i have i have july 20th i've heard different things but i'm gonna stick with what i have 1989 but i know he was born in july so whatever all righty uh, born in Alabama, that would make him what a Southern Cancer. Ew. I just wanted to say Southern because he's from the South, but he's a Cancer. I'm not a huge Cancer fan. Damn, like, I got two I... Cancers in my family. They're Wait. cut off. Well, I'm not a huge Cancer fan in the other way, so understandable. Yeah, we yeah. have a couple Cancer sometimes. Um, so Derek is actually the youngest of five known siblings. I say known because um. His father kind of was in and out of his life. His father uh, supposedly might have other children that he doesn't know. Papa uh, was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> Dang, you know I can't sing it, but I want to. <laughs> when he died. Okay. All right. All right. I let it out. Um, but, uh, Derek was raised by a single mother. Uh, she was basically the sole provider. She raised them all. Um unfortunately because she was the sole provider and she was working so hard for her family she did kind of suffer from like multiple illnesses or elements um Derek because I got some of this from his bio on his website and his wordpress he doesn't really list the illnesses but uh, you know I'm I'm not going to doubt him on that of course already um so basically as Derek grows up we're going to get into now his uh adult life which is college he is accepted and enrolled in Tuskegee University's College of Business and Information Science. Uh, Tuskegee University is a HBCU, which is historically black college or university. Um, And at Tuskegee, he uh, lended his athletic talents to the football team. He won, they won apparently several championships under, you know, not his leadership, but he was on the team. I don't think he was the leader. <laughs> uh, so as Jackson is fin- uh, finishing up his undergrad, he uh, also des- decides to um, found out, found funds. As Jackson is finishing up his undergrad degree, he funds or founds, if I could figure out the right word, that'd be nice, a nonprofit <laughs> teen mentoring organization. Um, and he actually gets a position in like corporate America at like a uh, Fortune 500 company. Ooh, um, good for him. Yeah, he doesn't go through with it, but you know, he, he got it. That's that's what his website said. Yes. <laughs> By the way, oh, before I get into the story, I guess I should list my sources. Like I said, I did get this from his uh, biography on his WordPress, also from Biography Daily. 
the focus news. I got uh, a lot of information and a lot more just on Instagram videos on YouTube and from Unwind with Tasha K when we get more into the scandal. Okay. Uh, but anyway, going back to college, that is where he met his future wife, uh, Denea Broadus. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. And then he ends up graduating in 2012. Um, two years prior in 2010 is when he establishes his YouTube channel, but he does not use it until like after his graduation from college. So, so um, he just had a YouTube channel like everyone yeah, else. Yeah. I, th- I think they just put that more as like a marking. Like he didn't start using his YouTube channel until 2012, but he created it two years prior just to show you that I guess he was active or whatever. Okay. So 2012, he uh, graduates uh, from Tuskegee and he starts his blogging slash advice career. And, um, if you know what Derek looks like, he's like, he, he's a, a darker skinned black man. He is attractive. He's like well-built. So naturally, uh, and he's very well-spoken. So naturally, as he starts putting out videos, um, the advice is catching on because it's, it, it's sound advice, but he's also attractive. And everybody uh, loves to hear things from an attractive package. Yes. So as this as this is happening, he's picking up on his blogging advice career. Uh, 2013, he releases his first book. Uh, it's called A Cheating Man's Heart. Uh, and it's kind of funny. We're going to circle back to the synopsis of what that book is about and everything. But that was his first book he came out with. Um, and he ends up doing a few books every couple of years. And they are bestsellers, like not all of them, but he sells a good amount of copies. So, you know, everybody's trying to hear what this brother trying to say, you know what I'm saying? You know, I heard about him when the scandal first happened. And I did not know he was this accomplished. Like, good for him for writing books. Yeah, like, he's, he, he was basically... He has all the ambition in the world and he made something happen. It, yes. it didn't, it, you know, it sounds like it was going to be football. Then it sounds like it was going to be corporate America. He decides to be an author slash blogger and all that. So, so far, he does seem like a good person. Yeah. So uh, just to give you a little bit of timeline in his personal life, um, he, I will tell you this, the timeline gets choppy a lot of the time, but I'm going to uh, say everything that Derek said. Derek and Denea meet in college. He graduates in 2012. He does his book in 2013. Um, they don't get engaged until 2016. And then they don't officially get married in 2018. So uh, from 2012 to 2016, it's, it's just a dating boyfriend, girlfriend situation. I just wanted to state that officially. Because then uh, things do start happening in 2016 and then 2018 to 2020. Okay. Okay. So um, when the whole scandal with Derek Jackson pops off is March 2020, mid-March, there is a blogger. She's one of those rumor, rumor uh, report, tea spill type of channels. Her name is Tasha Kay um, and her YouTube channel is called Unwind with Tasha Kay. And she's she's uh, she's told, you know, pretty much anybody in everybody's business because once if somebody feels like they have something to say, what they'll do is they'll email or DM her and then she checks out the source. And then if she feels like it, she'll 
do an interview with them or she'd get the receipts and everything, not only so her source is believable, but if she broadcasts, everybody believes her as well. So, uh, uh, so a woman named Candace, I can't pronounce her last name. It's embarrassing, but her name is Candace and she uh, DMs Tasha with some information, basically saying that she was dealing with uh, Derek Jackson and he, you know, she's finding out not she knew he was a married man, but he's like basically uh, hit it and quit it. She knew Derek for a long time. Uh, she says 10 years via social media, like Twitter and Instagram. And then it didn't turn into like a actual physical sexual relationship until 2020. After they spent their time together, he blocked her and hadn't been talking to her, did her wrong because he treated her the way he treated her. She said, well, I'm going to go and basically tell your business. She didn't tell him that, but that's what she figured. She was like revenge. Yeah. So Candace tells Tasha K is that uh, she knew Derek from Twitter. And there's a video actually from 2016 that she shares with Tasha. Uh, in 2016, as we know, Derek is still with Denea and they get engaged later that year. So the 2016 video that she shows Tasha and that Tasha actually puts in her video is Derek like riding in a car, which if you know Derek's videos, he's almost always in a car. And he's like, hey, Candace, you know, he he was shooting the shit the first part of the video. Like, how are you? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's the second part of the video where he's like, hey, Candace, I forgot to ask you. What type of panties you wearing? Oh, what? no. He was like, what's what's the color? What's the style? What's the brand? For real, tell me all that. And this is 2016. So he's already with his girlfriend. He's already, he's been with Denea. Now, later, I'll tell you how Derek kind of tries to shift blame and deny that. But that's what he says. So Candace says that uh, uh, she and Derek talked for a long time. But it wasn't until July, or I guess June. For July 4th, he was trying to make plans to get her out there in Miami. She lives in Florida, but not in Miami. He was basically saying, hey, it's going to be July 4th. I'm going to have a yacht. I'm going to have friends. You bring some friends and we'll all hang out and stuff like that. And then uh, I guess he was going to celebrate his birthday a couple weeks later. And he wanted to have her for that. So long story short, she goes from her side, because it's all alleged, because nobody's confirming everything. Even Derek confirms some things, but he doesn't confirm everything. So uh, she goes to Miami with her friends and his friends, and they all hang out. They have a ball. She says the whole entire the whole entire time they were there, they were having sex. Oh. Um, and she says she came she came back for uh, his birthday, and they were they had sex as well. She said uh, he had her up in their house, like uh, the house he shares with his wife and all that. So she came up to the house. She saw the pictures everywhere. Um, Tasha K released it on her Patreon, but I uh, made sure it was verified. It was true, but uh, Candace sent Tasha K the videos that she took of herself in that house. The video, uh, the picture she has where she took a picture of Derek's feet and stuff like that. Him coming in and out of rooms, basically like, yeah, bitch, I, I, I was in here, you know, those type of things. Yeah. I kind of feel like then was she trying to set him up from the beginning? What I think is yes and no. Um, I think despite her not knowing at the time if he was really with his wife, I think when you show up in a house that has pictures of a family, 
Uh, I think she was definitely thinking of insurance policy. Yeah, that's if, exactly if, if how it I'm wasn't, it. Yeah, if, if it wasn't a setup completely, I definitely think that she was trying to get herself like some receipts in case what happened happened, which is later he does like kind of deny her at first before accepting things that happen. So, um, oh, okay. So they do the July 4th weekend. They do the birthday weekend. They come out, you know, they're having all this sex and whatever. Now here's the messed up part. She says basically us a couple weeks after that, um, she's blocked. She can't reach to him. She can't talk to him anymore. Uh, three weeks after the July 4th weekend, Derek makes an Instagram post about his wife and is like, um, like, uh, I guess it was, one, it was a picture of them at their wedding. And I guess the caption says something like, I told her, wouldn't it be nice if both of our last names were Jackson, you know, some corny shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy because you don't know until Tasha K puts it all out there that if you were watching it in real time, it just seems like it's a sweet post. But you you do on that post three weeks after you don't have somebody else all up in your house and everything. So uh, now we're going to move on to the live situation. So Tasha K and Candace come out with the video detailing all that happened and all this. And then there's uh, videos that come out from the other side in a certain order. First, you have Derek's um, video. Uh, he's all in black. He, I think he was doing a live from YouTube. And I guess he put it on Facebook and some other places. After Derek does that live, you see uh, Instagram live and video with Derek and his wife. And then after that, you see a Instagram video that is just Derek's wife. So I'm going to talk about each of those. Okay. And then we'll get into my opinions slash conspiracy theories, whatever. Always <laughs> so, conspiracy theory on yours. <laughs> I was just about to say, I know I always have to have a conspiracy. But to be fair, somebody ha- helped me come up with this one. Okay. Right? So <laughs> let's talk about Derek's first. So Derek is in his, I guess, office. And... Uh, you already see how the timelines or how the information is going to be mismatched. Uh, Candace said that she knew Derek 10 years. Derek says he only knew Candace a couple years. He says from the start that he knew her from like 2016. Um, and that was kind of like, uh, I don't know if he said like they met up that one time, but he saw her in 2016. They knew each other from around that time. He doesn't say anytime sooner. He also says something strange, like he said he had a sexual relationship with Candace that wasn't sexual, which, number one, explains that video that Tasha Kay and Candace put out. So like he asking about her draws and all that. And um, it sounds like he's trying to uh, distance himself because it's like, what do you mean you had a sexual relationship with somebody since 2016, but it wasn't sexual? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, then, uh, so then he starts talking about some of the receipts Candace was showing, like her being up in the house. He starts writing it off. He was like, well, um, what happened is that he was in a place in his, okay. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I forgot. Let me tell you the timeline of his separation. Cause even though all this blew up March, 2021, he tells, uh, everybody in the video, it was February 1st, 2020 where uh, him and his wife decided they're going to separate officially, all right? 
Okay. It's February 4th that Derek says that he decides that he is going to reestablish his bond, recommit himself to God. And he says that same day is when his wife decides to move out, take the kids and go, uh, I guess, to California where her family is. So that's February 1st. He then says uh, in between this time, uh, I guess uh, the three months of February, March and April, they're going back and forth, I guess, communicating about uh, saving their relationship. Um, What are they going to do? This and that and this and this and that. He says then in March, no, in May, I always get my M's confused, my M's, because <laughs> <laughs> I want to say March when it happened. But he says May 2020 is when they hit a wall. Apparently, they had this argument about where the kids were going to be, uh, where they're going to be down with him, where they're going to be up with her. And uh, I guess lawyers got involved. And uh, he says, quote unquote, he just said F it. He says in May, that's when he starts reaching out to other people, exes, whoever, whatever. Other females. Yes. But here's my problem, even before we get to that. So they got engaged in 2016. He already is low-key entertaining other women, a.k.a. Candace and whoever, because Candace and other people have come forward, but Candace is the only one he's actually said. He hasn't really mentioned these other people's names, so I wasn't really going to mention them. But the understanding is, of course, there are other women. But before this whole Candace thing, it's February 1st, 2020, and they're getting separated. He never tells you why they're getting separated in the first place, but we know it has to do with him. So it's like, okay, you're already cheating on her. It's February 1st. You decide to get uh, to separate so you uh, can take space and then hopefully work out your marriage. And then three months of hardship, you're like, man, forget this. I'm about to cheat again. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought, I think that's crazy. And he said, oh, no, it, it, it gets even worse. As he said that, he said that, um, his wife was uh, communicating. They started uh, communicating less, I guess, uh, talking over the phone, but more text. And she says something like, um, we're I'm not linked to you. We're together. But right now, I understand if you have to go out and do something. That's what he says to us. But here is the problem. In these other videos I mentioned, especially the one up with his wife. When they talk about his so-called cheating scandal, neither her or him bring this quote up. So they're married at this time, right? Yeah. But they're separated. Yeah. They married in 2018. They don't separate until February 2020. After the scandal. After. No, 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 no. The scandal becomes public 2021. Oh, okay. I... With that quote, it kind I'm not linked to you. That kind of seems like, you know, you do you. Right. But here's my problem, right? He tells his audience that, and he says that he interpreted that she's saying, well, I don't care if you're with other women, but his wife, who advertises herself already as a child of God, a, 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 a very strong Christian woman, 
they're already separate because of his actions. So I don't see a wife who's trying to, even if they are separated, uh, who is still trying to talk to you. Because he says that in those three months of them being separate physically, they were still communicating. They were talking to pastors and everything, trying to get it on track. So why would a woman who's physically away from you, but still trying to kind of better the marriage, but just she just can't be with you right now? Why would she want you to be with other women when when that is what tore you apart? Yeah, it's not making a lot of sense. It, it doesn't make sense, and he and he never mentions that quote again. But he he says it in the video by himself where she's not present. So I just thought that said a lot. I can see her saying that. Just be like, pretty much what it is. Like you do you, but not really meaning it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm not linked to you, so do what you want. But it's kind of one of those things like. I'm just saying this, but, you know, don't do what you want because this is like your time to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And and another thing that made me uh, kind of laugh is that so Candace in her Tasha K video, she is honest. She's like, yeah, she knew that he was married. But when they began talking again in 2020, you know, as they're making they're they're reestablishing their uh, connection and then they're making plans for the July trip of his birthday and July 4th, he's saying, well, Um, We're separated. I'm kind of doing my own thing. Um, I'm not with her and everything. And then when she comes to the house and she's seeing he's more uh, open with his communication, she's like, well, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. The funny thing in his video is like, he says, he literally says his words. He's like, well, y'all can fact check me if you want, but I've preached on this subject about how uh, women shouldn't mess with men who are separated because they could still Uh. have... He literally says that he says, I preached on that before how women shouldn't mess with men who are separated because they could still have feelings for their wives and they could be just lying to you. And I'm like, what? And if you go to his videos, uh, Derek Jackson is very I mean, he even popularized that dumbass phrase, you know, black men don't cheat like that. Everybody, everybody be saying he's the one who brought that to the forefront. He does a lot of pandering to women, especially black women with the whole um, if he's acting like he can't wait for sex, you don't need to uh, wait for him. Or uh, if a man really wants to marry you, he'll marry you uh, as soon as as soon as you ask or as soon as he feels, you know, bullshit like that, where it's like, man, he's right. They are treating me wrong. Like like he makes the type of videos that. Both good women and trash women are like, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> it's like everybody. And he reaps the benefits because he's seen as the good man trashing the bad men while talking up to the women. Yeah, he's definitely playing his audience. Playing his audience. And I think that's also what put them in a uh, put him in the position to be able to cheat so cleverly and well because you know candace and maybe uh i think there's another woman called lene she's she called him out um and it's like how many more people did he have influence over that he talked to that we just don't even know because a let and i'll say this part is especially allegedly because none of it's proven but tasha k the blogger says that two years before any of this even happened she got contacted by a woman 
who said that she went to college with Derek. Um, she ended up becoming a doctor and that they messed around on and off for years and that she got pregnant and he forced her to have an abortion. Hmm. And she was going to talk to Tasha K about it. Uh, Tasha K got, you know, her information and they were about to do an interview, her and her friends. And then she like ghosted her. She said she couldn't get in contact. She said she thinks the girl got scared or something. And like I said, this is alleged. You don't know, but it's like stuff like that. When you see how the scandal unfolds and how he 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 leans on God and says, you know, God changed him and his walk with God made him a different man. And he uh, he understands what he did wrong. But it's like Derek didn't come forward with us with this testimony of being a good man and being a godly man. He got exposed and was forced to come out. That's where he comes off real phony. Exactly. Like it was so let me. So there's a video of an interview. This is uh, before everything came out. Of course, uh, he was on a show called Sister Circle. And it's, um, it's a panel of black women and he's uh, giving them advice on questions that they ask or that their audience had asked. Uh, and they read off to cards and everything. And he I mean, he he's great in front of a camera like you literally believe what he's saying but it's just until um you put yourself in the mindset of where he is now in 2021 and what he did to his his wife and his family it's like he was basically being like you know oscar in the like being a trash can uh he all his advice videos were just basically about himself, but he, you as the audience didn't know that. Yeah. Like, like uh, one thing I'll read off this quote. He said, um, this was a couple of years ago before this cheating scandal. He says, I have no sympathy for a man who finds it to be difficult to be faithful after being a promiscuous lifestyle. Now there's more to it, but it's just like, this man was a football player he had time to sow his oats. He decided to get engaged. He decided to get married and then decided to openly cheat again and again and yeah. different times in his marriage and then uses God as a clean slate. Both him and his wife come into the video with just them two. And they say like his wife uses the word dead several times. It says like their relationship was dead, but God resurrected it. They, they do not say how they don't say what they just say god resurrected it god can resurrect anything that's dead i don't want to say she's doing it just for the money but i mean obviously this has ruined his brand like of uh, giving the relationship advice so maybe it's just like a business that, that's what you would think allegedly allegedly <laughs> but it just kind of it kind of and, and um, in the video with just them two together, because there's different parts. Uh, I, I, I watched a two-parter. One is like they both seem very calm. And then the other one where they're sitting together, you see she's a little bit more defensive. And I won't lie, people were kind of li- lighting them both up. You know, you had the memes going on about um, Derek being uh, basically a fraud, which he is. And then people like, why don't you show your wife? And then when a picture came out about her and it wasn't the best picture, because, you know, when people want to slam you, they do not want to put your best up there. So when a a picture got leaked out of her and it wasn't her best, people started flaming her. So in one of the videos, she's very much more defensive and she's like telling people like, um, 
this is the way I am and you don't have to understand it, but I'm okay with who I am. And, and to be fair, if they have like solved this problem a whole six, seven months ago, it does kind of suck getting brought up uh, again and again, but it's the way that they decided to bring it up. They decided to use social media as a tool. They decided to put themselves on camera. Uh, he decided to be, the, oh yeah, in the video with his wife, he does say, that there were women that uh, he was with varying from just flirting to actual sex. But in the video by itself, he didn't say that he, yeah. in the video by himself, he says him and Candace did not have any sex. He even talks about the fact that um, once in between the separation, he was doing so bad, you know, he was drinking, he was smoking, he was partying, but he didn't have sex with Candace and all this, but he had a talk with his mentor and his mentor sent him straight and basically said, well, yeah, you decided to recommit yourself to God, but you didn't really walk with him. You didn't really commit, commit. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I, something tells me that this this 30 something year old man knows what a commitment to God is when he does it. And so it, it sounds like all his stories are just BS. And I'll tell you why a lot of it doesn't make sense, both from him and the, the wife's viewpoint. Um, so in the video, they promote this book that uh, he's wrote a couple times, both in the video with both of them and by itself. It's called uh, Heal Together Without Hurting Each Other. And he's like, this is the book that saved our marriage. And this is what got us to where we are. And it it came out in 2021. And the way he says it, they didn't get back on track because uh, they they went to a, a same church function mid-September 2020. And he said when they went to that church function, they met with the pastor and the pastor uh, helped them take diver- divorce off the table. And once they took divorce off the table, it was a lot easier to work through their problems and their issues, which that sounds nice. But mid-September to March 2021, this book coming out, something ain't right. Yeah, it's not adding up. So, uh, I mean, I had a lot more. I kind of want to get more into it. But what I really want to do is just kind of give my opinion (laughs) more so in my conspiracy theories, which is first. Um, on one hand, I do not think Derek Jackson did anything wrong if we don't know about any of this, because Derek Jackson would not be the first person to misrepresent himself publicly and be a totally different person in private. The difference is that his dumbass got caught. Um, so, and, but what I can't appreciate is that he he was giving out advice. It was very pandering and sometimes very um, I don't want to say unrealistic, but um very hmm, I don't know the word I would use, but uh he was trying to give advice to people who who needed it, who were seeking it out. So and he has done great things in his life with his uh, support of his mentoring organization 
and the donations and charities that he does give to. It's just that when you focus on this one part of his whole career where he starts to look like a fraud and you do not trust him. He is a fraud. I That's the whole problem with influence. Influencers. No, that's what I, that's if, why I agree. If you're a hoe, just be a hoe. Like give hoe advice. Don't give married advice. Don't give couple advice. You're out there hoe and be a hoe. But he he he's not good at giving hoe advice because he wants to still be married. <laughs> he's good at good giving married advice, but not exactly following it until it needed to be put into practice. Yeah, it he's seems a like he yeah he seemed like he was like a passable slash shitty boyfriend who proposed at the right time because um she got pregnant. I th- yeah, they uh she got pregnant. He proposed to her. She got pregnant shortly after. And then I think she was pregnant in 2020 when he was cheating on her. So, yeah, they got two kids. So it's just like he knew what to say to make the women uh flock to him. But as far as implementing that into his real life, it didn't matter until he was trying to be a changed man, because I just couldn't believe he was like he gave his he he reestablished he gave his life up to god february 2020 but his wife has always been a a profound christian so that's why i feel like it's a lot of um giving the blame to jesus <laughs> because uh he he even says that uh after things weren't working out uh in 2020 from february to may right before he said f it he was like i got a beef with god he was like, I had a beef with God because I gave my life to you in February and now my life is falling apart. I can't see my kids. My marriage ain't getting better. I'm like, that, that, those are your actions causing that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how you got God involved in the last second and now the shit ain't working out. It's like, God damn you, Jesus. He's mad at God for being caught up. I think he, he just wants to give, because people keep saying that uh, I've seen it everywhere. And, you know, I ain't no, I, I can't diagnose nobody, but a lot of people call Derek Jackson. I've been calling him DJ in my notes. Cause I, I get tired of writing Derek Jackson. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They've been calling DJ a narcissist. And I gotta, I gotta go with them because even in times where you feel like he should step out of the spotlight, he invites more criticism. Uh, so a lot of these influencers, I feel like you can think of as narcissist. I mean, you can apply that title to me. I love listening to my voice. Like, really? I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's but yeah, I just because uh, he also does a, a reaction video to his own apology. But when he does the reaction video to his own apology, he speaks into third person. Yeah, like. I- Okay, did you see I, that? Have you I did that? not watch it. I saw the tit like a TikTok came on my for you page, and it was like, why is he was talking in third person? Like, you know, someone like talking about it. I wish I knew who, but and that's how it came on my radar. I so I don't really know anything about it, but that is very odd, like to yeah. disassociate yourself enough and be like to talk in third person. That's weird. Yeah. Barely criticizing himself, but giving props, talking about or 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 uh, giving him outs. Like one of the things he said was, um, I think a lot of people were putting Derek on a pedestal and uh, stuff like that. And, you know, you, you, you guys shouldn't do that. And you, it was just B.S. And he was like, um, 
and you see him mentioning God a lot. And he used to not, if you look at his videos a couple years ago, he didn't used to do that a lot. And where people um, can't find faith. No, but let me tell you how he says that. He's like, <laughs> he said, if you notice in his videos, he doesn't talk, he didn't talk about God a lot. And I would have called bullshit on on if I would have seen him do that a couple years ago. But now that I have a relationship with God myself, I can see that what he's talking about is real. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what Just... the fuck is that? <sighs> but just uh, too much. Let me tell you one. Okay, so I was watching this one guy. I only watched like five minutes of it, but her name was The Plainish Jane. It was on YouTube. And she had this conspiracy theory and I didn't watch all of it, but I watched enough of it and I agree. And she was like, she basically thinks that Denea is um, Derek Jackson's ghostwriter and yeah. that he's not really writing these things or he is. Uh, and it's all about his life. It's not really fiction, like he says. And I'm going to give you example or exhibit A. Because I'm going to read you the synopsis of his first book, 2013, A Cheating Man's Heart. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I told you his background. You know, he, he did football. He went to Tuskegee. He met Denea in uh, college. And if you listen to the allegations, the girl who supposedly, allegedly was forced to get an abortion knew him in college as well. But this is what the synopsis says. It says, uh, get to that. Bullshit. Okay, it says Sean Fletcher, a former college football phenom turned successful entrepreneur, is in need of the very thing he's never proven to be ready for. Love. <laughs> 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 to finally get to the heart of the issue, his therapist goes digging into a closet full of skeletons that neither of them were re ready for. Sean opens up about going to college and meeting Jasmine the bodacious vixen from Atlanta with a slick tongue and vicious curves. They tame their sexual rendezvous into a genuine friendship shortly before Danielle comes and stakes claim on Sean's heart. Everything seems perfect until his commitment to Danielle nearly cost Jasmine her life. Sean wants to fix things, but knows he can't be in two places at once. But can he make his heart play by the same rules? question mark so i thought these were non-fiction books but these are fiction books yeah these are fiction books but the conspiracy theory is either they're they're uh non-fiction and he's just taking parts of his life and just putting into his thing or one of the reasons she's staying with them is because she's helping him write these books and she's the reason behind all his success i mean if you listen to these titles he he's got a Cheating Man's Heart, which is a series because there's a two and a three. Okay. Uh, it's Don't Forget Your Crown. Self-love has everything to do with it. Single mothers are for grown men only. And did I mention that Candace is a single mother? Candace is a single mother. Yes. And then uh, what was the other name of that one? Oh, yeah. I already told you. Heal together without hurting each other. But it's just like he's just got I don't know I just feel like he is a successful probably intelligent great man but the way that 
their personal life got exposed it's just leaving everything up to examination because now you got me thinking that you a plagiarist (laughs) (laughs) maybe i mean not even plagiarist he could just be the the he's just the face of the operation she's the brains that's smart it is but it also like it makes you think like i don't know it's like you want to believe everybody at face value. And it's like, um, you want to play devil's advocate and say, well, uh, yeah, he was trash, but did that advice work out for you? Yeah, but that doesn't make that doesn't make you feel better when you're getting uh taught from a fraud. When somebody is saying there's something and they're not really there, it hurts more because you believe in them. If yeah. you're just a if you're just a casual viewer and you just happen upon Derek Jackson, this doesn't matter to you. But if you're one of those women he was pandering to, one of those women that he supposedly helped and uh, counseled, and then you find out this is the man that you got your counsel for, he doesn't really even respect his his wife and his marriage like that. It does make you feel some sort of way. And it does make you kind of question, even if that was good advice, should I have taken it? Did I do the wrong thing? It, it, It just leaves a lot of, I'm, you know, people people have wandering minds. I do as well, and so I don't know. It just leaves you uh, feeling kind of cheated. Yes, <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> but you know, I've rambled. Uh, Are they long- still together? Like now, yeah. today? Yeah, they're still together. Oh, I, I, that's what I meant to say. Like he's putting out videos again. He started a month ago, but I will say this is more when we talk about like. Um, what do you think will happen in their future and stuff? Which is like, Derek Jackson is still trying to hold on to his brand. He is still trying to do the relationship um, advice category. Like I'll even read a couple of his latest titles um, on YouTube. Uh, When he loves the real you, six signs, he's not there to waste your time. He's not with you. He just has you like what? And you can tell his engagement and his views have went down because like one of his highest ones before like the scandal happened is like um, 200, 300,000 views. And yeah, then you, you go but, to the, oh, sorry. What? I feel like eventually people will forget. And I mean, even I, I was just thinking right now, like, oh, I might tune in just to see what it's about. Like you get them to tune in just to see like what's about and they're like oh that makes sense and they watch another video and watch another video and he's a rebrand and now he's this man of god and people are gonna love it well yes you are right correct i think that is exactly what's going to happen i think that's exactly what he's trying to make happen but i think he will only have a small portion which is still a pretty big portion because his highest video is 55k since the scandal broke but that is a long it's a big drop from what he was used to getting. But yeah, I think he'll still have a voice. I think he'll still have people who are going to listen to him, but I don't think it'll be anywhere close to where he was or where he was going to be. Cause you think like a well-spoken, good looking man that he was, who was an author, given these speeches that he was talking to women, doing these workshops and cause he was doing workshop classes for women. Like don't, don't drop your crown.com, get the class, whatever, whatever. Like he was doing these things and he could have worked himself up to be like a real successful, real big motivational speaker. But I think the cheating scam 
handle is definitely going to bring him down some and not get him to the level he might have wanted to be at. I think he'll probably be on social media doing these things instead of one day being in stadiums doing TED Talks and shit. Yeah, I think he's definitely damaged his brand, but I think he's still sellable. That's the thing. Yes. But um, I, you know, I don't want to waste everybody's time. I'm I'm gonna quit there. But the, <laughs> I, I definitely don't think he'll suffer like he should have, because <laughs> it seems it seems like the wife that they've all turned it over to God. God gets all the. He gets the blame, that's, but he also gets the glory. So that's another they're thing. Good. Like they're going to like they lost a shit ton of followers, but they're going to get some of those followers of uh, change my life around, turned it to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Like he even mentions that in uh the both his own uh video and the one with his wife is like. Yeah, we've been had uh, people, couples have reached out to us and said, well, yeah, even though you're going through this tough time, watching you guys show me that blah, blah, you know, the corny bullshit that I don't believe unless you show me a real email. <laughs> yeah. So is that all you have for him? Yeah, I'm going to stop there. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> so the last case is Nikki and Dan. It's either Philippi or Philippi, but I don't really care. So, fuck, yeah, fuck them. Um, oh, damn, we don't like a fuck. <laughs> Nikki had over a million subscribers at her peak. She posts about her Christian faith, her family, and just stuff like that. And I'm not really going to dive into her because she, I, I did not like her. Um, in March 2020, Nikki posts about what she thinks will work for COVID. She says one time she had this viral infection and she got a high <laughs> dose of vitamin C and it worked and she thinks this will work on COVID. And she's not a doctor or a scientist. And I just think her followers ate this kind of shit up. And I'm not even trying to say like, you know, Christian or whatever, but she is like a conservative woman and it's just her follower base. Some goddamn Bible thumpers. No, like, I'm not even trying to bash anybody's religion. Like, if you believe what you believe, whatever. Nah, and- fuck that. <laughs> believe what we believe. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm all for alternative healing. Like, if you want to heal me with an aid, go ahead, because I believe in it. Mm-hmm. But with, when you have over a million subs- of subscribers and she's just spewing this bullshit, it, it's just putting harm out there. Mm-hmm. Also, when you're not saying that, that, that this is an alternative. Yes. Also in 2020, she did a Q&A and they asked her what is her opinion on vaccines. And she says she's not anti-vaxxer, but she is pro-safety, which again, I feel feeds into her base. She is just like one of those annoying people who devolved medical advice, but to my understanding, has no background. And I feel like, especially in today's day and age, there's just so much stupid things online that people see and think it's a fact. And she's just adding to that. Also, I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to embarrass myself. Like, I never tried it. But for a solid month, I thought that that dumbass uh, meme was right where you put your iPhone in the microwave, it'll charge it. Um, the hell <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was dumb as fuck. <laughs> that, was, that was like 2010 memes, 2009. I don't know. But I, I believed it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> don't be don't be judging me i hear it in your voice yeah i'm definitely we judging all have, you. we all have pitfalls 
also they looked into adoption, but they were looking at Thailand. And Thailand has this rule: if you adopt a child, you cannot post it or talk about them online. That's so, how it needs to be, actually. That it is in some cases. That's I don't what know Michael in what countries. <laughs> yeah, but they decided not to go through with it because they did not want to do it. You know, they wanted that, and I feel like that kind of speaks to their character. Yeah. But what brings them to this episode of Save Your Sorry is they murdered their dog. Whoa. <laughs> First of all, you scared the hell out of me. We were just talking about a child, and then you come in with the murder. <laughs> they, Still. They murdered their dog? In a video title. Yeah, I mean, that's bad, too, but I'm like, damn. In a video title, we have some really sad news. <laughs> <laughs> You can't kill a dog and have that as your title. I'm a killer. That's the sad news. They discuss how they had to put down their dog, Bowser, because of his aggression. (gasps) But the examples they give are bullshit. They say one time their son was like pulling on Bowser's ear, causing it to swell up. And they say it took a month for this ear to go back to normal. And it did cause his ear to star. They say Bowser did not react to this one. Well, when their young son took food away from Bowser, he did react by biting their son in the face. I think I know who you're talking about now. They say Bowser was not really attacking their son, but more defending himself. Like, it's their responsibility to monitor their their children and their pets. Yeah. Anytime a kid gets near my pets, it makes me nervous because I don't know how their parents have trained them. Like, you know, kids don't know. They can be really rough with a pet, you know, trying to be playful. Kids are assholes. Yeah. And so before they put Bowser down, they like snap a picture with him and they have the child right next to Bowser. So it's not like they were fearing for the child's life. (gasps) Like oh, if, I'm just putting this together. They are terrible. They just put it down. Nothing was wrong with the dog. Exactly. Like if Bowser is so aggressive, why would their, they pose their son next to him? When I had to put my dog down, it was like the last option. Like my dog, Lucas, could no longer walk. I would have to express his bladder and he was barely eating. And the vets told me he could get like sepsis because he was not pooping. Yeah. Like R.I.P. Trevor. <laughs> I miss Trevor so much. Your name for him. That's like, my boy. At that point, I knew euthanasia was a kinder option. Mm-hmm. And even then, like after I decided it, and like I was in the room crying, and they're like, I was still thinking, did I make the right choice? But for the Philippines, Philippines, whatever they want to be called, the shitheads. Philippines, the shit. Yeah. <laughs> They had different options. They could rehome the dog. They said, Yeah, the that's hum- appropriate to say rehome now. <laughs> yes, it is. They said the Humane Society told them that was not an option. But when the Today Show, I believe it was, reached out, the Humane Society near them said they never told them that. That because why would the fucking Humane Society say that? Because they oh. had Bowser since he was a young pup, and I don't think any humane society would say that and that's why i'm saying like oh yeah yeah uh might as well put that perfectly fine dog down <laughs> what it's okay if he did have aggression 
that's another story. Like if he's going around just mauling like little kids on the neighborhood, but he's mm-hmm. not like he's being antagonized mm-hmm. and you're not doing anything about it. And I mean, they could have reached out to so many of their followers. They had over a million, like you could be like, Hey, we have trainers, this. something. They Yeah. They could have had their dog trained. It's and like when you got all the money in the world, it's like, you just don't give a fuck about any rules or any um, optics. Uh, apparently. Another thing about this whole thing, it was just like, it wasn't an apology video when it came out. It was like just an update of their family and how they're explaining it. They don't feel like they did anything wrong. And they also say um, it was, they were about to move and Bowser did not do good with moving. So it was just a good time. So just fuck them. What? Also, before I end this, their video is just garbage. Like, you can tell that Nikki is just looking at herself and she keeps drinking coffee, but it looks like she's not really drinking. And I hate her. They're drinking coffee during a. She's drinking coffee. Like, she has this little, like, coffee cup and she, like, keeps drinking out of it. It's like, why do you keep drinking the coffee cup? You know what I think it is? Because first of all, it doesn't make sense. If you're talking about the fact that you just killed your dog, whether you put him down or killed whatever, you know what it is? It's like robots or aliens. It's like, man, I I, got to do something normal. So you did this um, and you didn't feel sad at all doing it. That's why they probably couldn't look or feel sad in the video and had to have coffee as a prop. So the only thing they can do is periodically, I'm guessing, hide their face with a drink so they don't have to express emotion. I just hate her and I hate him. So fuck them. And I like refuse to watch any of their videos. Like I usually will just to get like the feel of them. Mm-hmm. But I just re- watched the reaction videos because I did not want them to get one penny of my money. Um, well, it's not even my money. It's not like I pay them, <laughs> but like you know get those clicks yeah you ain't getting my my whatever you was trying to talk about <laughs> so i know in, i'm tired i can't talk rest in peace to bowser he deserved better um bow bow I, yes like i feel like i'm heated on this one and you are your animal especially a dog lover yeah i mean i'm a dog lover i'm a cat lover i'm an all lover and <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't heard about you. <laughs> so I didn't even want to spend that much time on them. So that's all we're going to discuss about yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, low key, I'm like, um, I felt like my part was, uh, like, I mean, my part wasn't done that well, but yours was done well. But it was like fast as lightning. <laughs> you went through yeah. that, like five seconds. Exactly. That's I, why I said I have one at the end that's going to be like super fast. Through mine, I was. Oh, I should have made mine fast too, like that. <laughs> All right. So I'm guessing uh, time. It's time to bring on the more palate cleanser, lighter note of the show, the media. Yes. Well, um, I wish you could say media, media in a different language. Media. that was um that was not it was english but it was like a different english yeah i kind of heard it in the you know in the back of the accent yeah (laughs) all right so who's going first me or you sir um you can go first this week okay uh so mine is like 
uh, it's mostly a song, but how I started to get in and love the song is related to show. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows, not, I don't want to say everybody, but you should know. Uh, so you think you can dance on, you know, it was on Fox. It was American Idol for dancing. <laughs> Never watched uh, it, but I know what it is. I thought you was about to say, you don't know what I was talking about. I was about to be so pissed. What are you talking about, <laughs> Katrina? You know what? what? <laughs> uh, so um, I used to watch So You Could, So You Think You Could Dance all the time, especially when it was first popular. Um, and one day, uh, when they got more into the, what do you want to say? The semis and all the other shit where they do those long dances, partner dances or whatever. I had a favorite person. Her name was Lacey. I cannot remember the season. I'm, I heard a season three, but my favorite girl was Lacey and she was dancing with this other dude named Cameron. He was like a more hip hop guy, but they were doing contemporary. And I saw this dance and I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I was 13 years old crying. I don't know why, but music really does affect me. So From a dance? The dance with the song. I don't think I was crying on that part. I think I cried after I listened to the song solo a lot. But I love the dance so much, I had to remember the lyrics. Uh, This is back when we we must have been doing good this year because we had DVR this year. So I rewinded that (laughs) shit. Uh, You know, I can't say that for every year, but... (laughs) I rewinded it and I was remembering the lyrics so I could, you know, type it into YouTube. And um, the song's called Dancing by Elsa. And it kind of starts off slow, but it's like the middle and the end where it like really just, I don't know, just brings something out of me. It's like a real soft melody. She's really um, very soft spoken in her voice until she gets to those high notes. And she's not from here. Um, I don't know where United she's States from. Here. I I don't know why I want to say New Zealand, but I don't know where she's from. Where is. Okay, I don't know still. (laughs) I was trying to to look it up in real time. They don't tell me, but she ain't from America. But it's just a beautiful song. If you don't listen to the song Elsa dancing, at least search Elsa dancing. So you think you can dance and watch the dance itself because I think it's just beautiful it's nice uh if you like soft melodic music that might make you emotional you know take a listen it certainly served me well in my 10 something years since I've seen it yeah I'll probably listen to the song I probably won't watch the dance but listen to this listen to the song (laughs) yeah there's just something about people who dance if their faces if they're too happy it like bothers me Okay, so the funny thing, because I've literally watched this dance millions and millions of times. So it is a very sad and solemn dance. But one part, because the audience starts clapping, she does break character for a second and she does smile. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know why I don't like when dancers smile. It's a weird thing. You hate happiness. I I do. Everyone needs to be on my level of miserable, like misery loves company. Like, let's bring it down. Damn, I know no, you're a dwarf name. I'm just, I'm just so, man. <laughs> this man is destructive. <laughs> um, anything else for your media? Uh, no, 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 no. Just a side note before I say my media. There was one episode when I was listening back and you were like, I think my next one's to be Jennifer Lawrence. 
the not Jennifer Lawrence. What's her name? It, I know. Here's the thing. Oh my god, I hate that you mentioned that because I was thinking the same thing. I said one of those days. Didn't we say we were? Gonna, I was going to talk about Jennifer Lewis, and then I said Jennifer Lewis. Both, yes. And then I said, didn't we both say we were going to do a Whoopi Media? And then neither one of those things fucking happened. And. Now, Whoopi Media was off the mic. Don't don't tell my secrets. <gasps> oh damn, it was. Well, shut yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely have to do the Jennifer Lewis one next time. But I didn't prepare, and I wanted to do music. Yes. Well, it's your media. <laughs> I, I love how before you do your media, you literally called me out. <laughs> it, it's all about making me look like a better person. <laughs> you know what? You already do that in real life. You don't have to do that on the podcast, Brad. Um. So my media in honor of Father's Day. Um, about my <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't like the way you mentioned it like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to do some stuff that remind me of my dad, um, which that kind of sounds like he's dead, but he's not. He's still alive. Like, I just want some stuff that reminds me of him. Um <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Who's dead? Who has a dead dad? I didn't even mean it like that. I'm gonna leave that in, but it does make you sound like a horrible person. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so the media that makes me think of my dad is the show Three's Company. Um the Ooh, show. King of the Hill, not King of the Hill, not King of Queens, sorry. Oh, I was, I was like, really? He'd be watching King no, of the Hill? King of Queens and the movie The Outsiders. Mm. These are, my dad speaks mostly Spanish, so he would always watch Spanish shows. Um, but those were shows in a movie that he actually liked in English. And when I was little, he would always be like, oh, I like this one. They talk nice. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, why are you telling me they talk nice? What does that even mean? And now that I'm older, I realize it's because they talk slower, they talk more clear, so he can like understand it better. And it's just something that now I can relate to. And now when I think of it, I'm like, oh, he does like that show. And he is finally learning how to work a DVD player because he's not with the technology at all. And <laughs> like me and my brother actually like bought him some shows so he can have on his DVD player because he can actually work it now. He can hit the put button that says play. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That's how it be though. He yes, older generations. He is a little older. Um, but that is only part one of my media. Um, part two of my media, on honor of our 10th episode, I just want to mention, okay, it's it's kind of a everything together again. Okay. Um, just some things that I think of is like the Beyonce Super Bowl performance. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> um, are you talking about her her solo one? Her solo one, but okay. even the one that she had on the Coldplay one with um, Bruno Mars. Because anytime Love I go, it. I just watch that one. Um, Beyonce in general, I feel like Beyonce and what I'm about to talk about has a lot that connects it, and. Really, it's because you are the Kelly to my Beyonce. And I I have never you. It's a (laughs) supplement. Why can't I be Beyonce? Because I'm the Beyonce. Uh, Of course. Okay, but finish. (laughs) I want to hear more compliments. 
So I know it's just episode 10 and like we haven't even lifted off, but it's something that I have stuck with for 10 weeks now. And it's something that we have done together and something that I would never have done without you. And you have really, you know, we have pushed each other, I feel like. So I just wanted to take this episode, episode 10, to honor you. And maybe I'll do it in another episode, too. But (laughs) it's just (laughs) something when I think of, you know, those things I mentioned, it's like, well, that's Katrina. (laughs) Like, it makes me think (laughs) of you. And I remember when we were in college together, there was the Beyonce song, like, you know, I was here and we I, both know, loved I was it. about to bring it up. I was about to bring it up, bro. I love it. That's one of my like I have lots of memories, but that's my Beyonce song to you. Because I don't even think I was really even feeling that song. And then you just played the hell out of it, especially that, and then I just loved it. Yes. And it's, it's just funny. Something right. now, because like <laughs> back to narcissistic me, I have never like like being on camera I don't like getting my picture taken I don't like doing any of that stuff and before this I didn't like hearing my voice Mm -hmm. so now we have 10 episodes that if we ended it today I can say I was here on this planet we did this listen to us I love you Houston (laughs) (laughs) we were here Uh, yeah I like that too I mean 100% I think especially with me and as far as like talking clearly and research and all this and it's I mean we I can definitely improve but yes you have definitely pushed me to be a lot better than I ever was going to even try because you know I wasn't even going to do this without you yeah and so that's with you it's like yeah I see now I gotta pick a better media I have to honor (laughs) you in 11 it's time to write but yeah I love that even before we settled on this topic, you know, I always knew if I was to do a podcast, I need you with me because I could not do it by myself. So 100%. And we even went to a psychic reading where she told us we make a good pair, not as a couple, at platonic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that is everything for today. And everything if... is everything. That's what Lauren Hill said. <laughs> Or processity, CCCs. She said that too. <laughs> if and nothing even matters, <laughs> she said that with D'Angelo. <laughs> okay, I'm done. And killing me softly. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and if you like this episode, rate us five stars, leave a review, subscribe, do all that stuff. Because we're you- the X Factor. Last <laughs> 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 one. If you didn't like this episode, I guess you can go make your own podcast, do whatever you want to do there. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to reach out to us, you can get us on Twitter, which is Save Your Sorry. That's your is spelled you are. And that is ran by me. And if you want to reach us on Instagram, that is Save Your Sorry, spelled like the podcast. And that is ran by Katrina. And if you want to send us a dollar or two, it's Save your sorry at Cash App. So Cash App, save your sorry, spelled like, not Cash App, save your sorry. Dollar sign, save your sorry, spelled like the podcast. And if you want to send us a Gmail, save your sorry at gmail.com. And we will write back. Um, that we'll is be all. Right it's back. been wonderful. <laughs> oh, we'll write back. He's right. <laughs> I did not hear that correctly. <laughs>
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.